Hey, welcome back to the Rising Star Podcast, live every Friday, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time. Before I get to the interview that I just did with my favorite people in the whole world, Becky Wilson, unbelievable heart, awesome person, and a great interview. Before we go there, uh, our 8% virtual conference is about to start. At the time we're releasing this, it is Friday, February 18th. 8 a.m. Central Standard Time. Our 8% virtual conference is starting at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time and ending at 4 p.m. So it's 9 to 4. It's seven hours. We've got 18 of the top industry trainers in the country. I'm talking some of the fastest millionaires. I'm talking $100 million man. I'm talking the $1.2 billion PNC person. I'm talking the, 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 female agency owner that did 54 million in her health insurance agency last year. I'm talking a bunch of amazing people that are all flying to Springfield, Missouri to speak live to you for seven hours. Okay. And you can go to 8percentvirtual.com to check that out. If you are, uh, you can use coupon code Cody for 50 bucks off. If you are listening between 8 a.m. and 4 p.m., you can get 50 bucks off using coupon code Cody at 8percentvirtual.com. And you can join and actually get in there into the Zoom. Um, If you are listening later, you can still uh, go to uh, uh, 8percentvirtual.com and get access to the recording for life. Okay, and so this conference we're super excited about. Again, it's launching Friday, February 18th at the time of this episode, and we're super excited. It's called Breakthrough 2022. And we all can agree, right? There's times in our life where it's time for us to break through, like our backs against the wall, the the the, the concrete blocks are stacking up, life is getting hard, people are throwing stuff at us. It's it's we got problems and struggles, or we're thinking about throwing in the towel or whatever. Like it's time to break through the noise, it's time to punch through those problems and those struggles in our life. And that's what this virtual conference is going to be. It's more of an interactive experience. We've got four screens, massive screens surrounding the speaker to where the speaker will actually be speaking live um, to thousands of agents around the world. I'm talking Botswana, Philippines, Puerto Rico, Canada, London. Uh, earlier, someone in Sri Lanka said they were going to be on it. Like it, it's, it's really going global and taking over the industry. 8% is a movement. We want you to be a part of it. So if you can make it for part of the virtual conference, fantastic. If you can't, make sure you go to 8percentvirtual.com and grab the recording um, so that you can watch it later. Uh, but either way, I hope you enjoy the, this podcast episode with Becky Wilson. Um, she is phenomenal. Uh, she has a huge heart. Um, she has been in the industry. She was in the industry for 10 years. She left for a little bit, then she came back. And now she's coming back with a vengeance. She's super serious about succeeding. She's also got one prospecting idea it costs her a little bit of time, but no money, really, or very limited money, like almost no funds. And she's driving inbound calls, and and a lot of them actually, using a very resourceful, creative idea. That's kind of crazy that it still works. Actually, um, it's more of like a guerrilla marketing, old school strategy, but it's working for her, and she's still using it. So I hope you enjoy checking out what that is. Okay, so if you're just now joining a Rise Star podcast, and you've never listened to this. Um, but we do this every Friday, 8 a.m. Central Center Time. We're interviewing people that are in the industry that are rising stars. Like I was voted by an insurance company as a rising star back in Costa Rica years ago. And I want to f- focus on other people that are rising stars. Maybe they're, not a, maybe they're not a full-blown star yet. Maybe they're half a star, right? Whatever. Maybe they're 50 cents out of a dollar, right? If you watch the Super Bowl. Um, but maybe they're a rising star in the industry. And they believe they are. They know they are. And we want to help them get there and reach the rising star status. So enjoy the episode with Becky Wilson, and we'll see you on the next episode, 8 a.m. Central Center Time, every single Friday. 
Check this out. Today, we got Becky Wilson, the owner of One Stop Insurance Solutions. Becky, welcome to the Rising Star Podcast. Thank you, Cody. Happy to be here. Absolutely. Well, we've got to know each other. How long have we known each other now, by the way? Well, I went to 8% for the first time last year and then followed up with um, going to the business expansion workshop. And if you haven't gone, you need to go. That was a great experience. That that was a fantastic follow up after eight percent. Wow! And what Changed was your my, what was your experience like with it with eight uh, percent? It was pivotal. So well. I had started into the business, but had no idea um, where I was going, and I had hooked up with a, a group that was doing some mentoring, but. When I walked into there um, and heard some of the speakers, first of all, first class speakers, and people have no idea. If you haven't been to things of that caliber, the speakers that you bring on stage are just absolutely amazing. And there's no way you're going to do that for that kind of cost. You're just not. So that was um, life changing. And I was fortunate enough to be able to bring my 18 year old son um, along with me, grandson that I'm raising actually. and it was really nice to see his transformation. The things that there was things there that said that were said by some of the speakers that actually touched and moved him. Not in the direction of my my insurance, but it moved him. So sure. <laughs> that's sure. what counts. So it, it was pivotal. Yeah, that's awesome. Pivotal is a great word. I appreciate you sharing that. And then and then shortly after you had went to a business expansion workshop, which you said was one of your more favorite type workshop events. What was the uh, why that one? Why was that? Why was that such a good event for you? Um, up close and personal, and okay. getting getting to see your agency function and having the level of sharing that you gave at that. Mm. Um, I think my favorite part actually was um, the two hours that we got to spend one on one, like just just you and all in our small group. Um, you get to see a little bit of different uh, side of Cody. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and your intensity really comes out there, and also your vulnerability. So that was really huge for me. Um, and just with the level of learning of you know for your business, I I can't imagine there's things that I use every day. In fact, I was in a panic today because I can't find my notebook because I look at my notes. Wow, that's I cool. take notes for a reason. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So see. That's right. There we go. 8% conference. I love that. We need to, or we need to keep, keep those coming. Cause people, a lot of people use those. Yeah. That's good. Okay. So, so you, you, you've, uh, we just talked earlier before we jumped on and started recording that you're being more intentional about your success in 2022. What, what are some of the things that you're evolving and changing and doing this year that maybe you didn't used to do? Taking care of me. Mm. It, knowledge, physical, mental, spiritual. So I I bring those components in um, has made a huge difference to start my day to end my day. Um, And I think that for me, it's also helped keep all the noise out of my head Um, because it's when you're my age and people are seeing you do what I'm doing, people are 
kind of, you know, they're not usually very complimentary. Um, they, they don't understand. Why not? Why not? Why not? Because we have this perception in our society that when you hit 65, it's time to start ending careers, not beginning mm. them. And I think people are crazy. I think it's the perfect time to start one. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I mean, you haven't, you don't have the same um, things holding you down and holding you back. Yes. And you're, you're, it's huge for changing your mindset. I don't, I don't want to go gracefully into old age. I want to burn the field down before I get there. Oh, I love that. I love that. Give it up for Becky in the comments. It, <laughs> it, it, it uh, let her know what you're thinking. That's awesome. I love that you're sharing that. Um, because I mean, they always say a body in motion stays in motion. And your mind. So think of how many people, you know, they just let their minds go. They, they, they mm. retire, they sit down and they put a, you know, remote in their hand and they stop learning. They stop growing. I, I'm learning new stuff every day. I'm studying, I'm getting new licenses. I'm studying to learn new wow. parts of the business. Um, and I love that I'm keeping my mind active besides starting to get my body active also. Yes. Yes. What, what's the favorite, what's your favorite part of the business? Oh gosh. Right now, it is growing agents. I yeah. love, I love hiring and helping people um, become successful, wow. and, fi and finding their their niche, and just really digging in. and I love helping people grow their business and and watching them watching them fly. Yeah, yeah, I can tell you light up. There's a serious passion there when you talk about it, which is really cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, how long have you been in the industry? Actually, um, I was in the PNC industry for 10 years. I've just been in this side of the life and health and um, now PNC, back into PNC for about three years. Wow. Full steam ahead. I love it. I love it. Um, and so did you leave the industry for a point? I did for a short while. My agent sold his, his agency because he was uh. retiring. I tried a few other little gigs and um, wasn't working out. And I decided I would get my life and health license and went into yeah. Medicare. I absolutely love Medicare. Um, I love working with people. I love helping people. You know, I worked a lot in the low income side of the business, the dual community. I, I love mm -hmm. that. I have a passion for that. But um, just in general, helping people make sure that they have the right health care in place as they retire. Yes. Um, and you mentioned you did a couple of things. What else did you do or try in that stint before you came back? Just out of curiosity. <laughs> well, I tried working for an independent PNC agency and that did not work. And then um, I did Welcome Wagon for a little bit, which was an interesting gig, but not. Huh. it was really hard to get some money because um, I came from an outside sales rep background. I worked um, 20, almost 20 years for the Gillette company. Wow. And yeah, and I was, um, and I did dental sales at the end of that. I did, we had an Oral B division. I went over there and did um, dental sales for three years. So um, sales have always been in my blood. Yeah. Um, and so um, that that part is was not a hard transition. Um, and then I decided to try life insurance, and I wasn't with the right person. But it, sure. I'm learning more now. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you, you, you have a good um, personality for sales naturally, really, especially for insurance, Medicare. I mean, you you can tell you care about people. Um, you, you're, yeah, I can imagine it's very easy for you to build rapport with um, potential clients um, just because of the person type of person you are, which is really cool. Uh, 
Yeah, you're very welcome. Why, why Medicare? Because actually, because I had to help my husband get his. And when okay. I saw the mess that it was, I knew that I had to do something in that arena because there were people around me, you know, in our age group that they were going to need help also. So yep. I decided um, I would get licensed and that's where I, where I headed. So, and I, and I haven't, that part I love. And are you doing more face-to-face -face or virtual sales? Doing a mix of both actually. Okay. This last AEP probably more virtual than face-to-face. -face. Um, but you know, I still did some face to face. There's still some people that you need to you need to be in front of them. Sure. Yeah. And and which is there a preference? Is there one you like more than the other? Because you you're because you, you like people a lot too. I do. You know? I do. Yeah. So I yeah, face to face is probably my favorite. Okay. Cool. What would you say to an agent that's like, um, what advice would you give as a rising star in the industry if, if someone's like, um, hey, I might company or my team or I'm thinking I need to be doing virtual or somebody's telling me to be doing virtual, but I really like sitting with people. I would say, first of all, you have to have multiple streams of, of leads. So doing all one thing in, in this atmosphere, I don't think it's a good thing, but never give up what you're passionate about. And if you like being yes. with people, find a way to be with them. If it's seminars, if it's getting together with people one-on-one, -on -one, if it's going into senior homes, whatever it is, do, do what you like, because otherwise it's not going to be fun and it's going to become just another job. Yeah, that's so good. And it's important for you to enjoy what you do, right? Like it's cool to make a bunch of money and help a lot of people and do this and that. But if you don't really truly have a passion for it and truly enjoy it, it is going to turn into a job. You know, that's such a good point. Well, that's why we're entrepreneurs, because yeah. we didn't want to be in the corporate world anymore. Yes. For a reason, and, and if we drag that mindset into into our own business, then you know we're not going to change anything. It's That's just right. going to be a different job in a different place. Yeah, and when it comes to prospecting, um, let's use face to face for Medicare since you enjoy that. Are you working off referrals? You're working off leads. Like, what are you doing to get in front of people? Fortunately, right now I'm working a lot off of referrals. And that's working out well because I made um, some relationships with like financial advisors mm. and other people in parts of the industry. Um, I have a, a, an organization I work that provides the heap for or the um, utilities discounts for people. I work with them. Um, but I also, when, when we're able to, I like to go out and do events. I like to mm -hmm. set up a table, get in food banks. I like to go in senior homes. Um, but I am doing, going to focus a lot on doing, um, doing some seminars this year. Yep. So, yep. um, and then trying to form some relationships with businesses that have retirees so that we can help them, that their HR departments get, um, not have to have that burden on them. Yes. And it seems like you've done a good job at not having, like finding success and finding clientele without having to spend a bunch of money. Um, which is pretty cool. It is, but you do need to spend money. You know, I don't want anybody to think you can do this for free because there is no free in this, but you do have to spend money. There's lots of things you can do to start, but what, what I tell my agents is when you start, take 50% of everything you make, mm. set it aside for the first year of your business. And then that next, that 50% will grow and will grow then the next year. 
so that they can buy some leads, so they can place an ad, so they can, um, you know, put up a sign. Signs have been huge lately. Um, so you can buy a billboard, whatever it is, you know, put some money aside and start doing those things because yes. diversity is really key in this industry. Yeah, it is. And, and you mentioned something too a second ago. You said signs are working really well. What are you referring to when you talk about signs? So there's two things that I've found that have done real well. And one is just, you know, those little signs you stick in the yard, but you can stick them on corners. You can stick them by businesses, friends' yards, put your face on them, put your name, your name and your number as big as you can get it on the sign. Name, <laughs> face, and number. Yeah. So they can put a face with it and they know that they're, you know, you can put a Medicare on it if you want. You can put insurance on it, whatever you want. The other thing is, um, and, and a friend of mine actually suggested this because it works for him. You find those people that have those white signs that are sitting in front of their businesses that half the time they don't put anything on them. And they, you put the letters on them. And if you put, you, you can rent that sign from them, especially if it's in a key area and there's lots of traffic, go rent the sign because mm. people drive by it every day and they're used to looking at that sign because that sign's been there for a while. And then they'll notice that it's different. Mm -hmm. That's really smart. That's really cool. I hadn't I hadn't heard of someone doing that, so that's awesome. It's it's interesting. I so I'm in the process of I'm going out nineteen to signs. Nineteen. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna get as many as I can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Where where where'd you get that idea? Where where where? That... A friend of mine tried it and it actually worked out. And he he said, you know, Becky, I don't know if it'll work in your area, but I tried this and I'm. So that's what I'm doing. And are you getting calls from them? Mm -hmm. Yeah. How many? How is there? A, how it, many? Or it's it's ebbs and flows. It depends. Yeah. So I think the key is it's sort of like drop boxes. You know, those are another thing. You take them someplace, you put them in for a while. They work really good. Then you got to move the area and go somewhere else. You know. Yeah. So I and so that's I think that um you just we just got to move it move it around a little. So the key is to keep places. keep it fresh. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Man. How to make a bunch of money selling insurance with yard signs. <laughs> Good. You know, you have to try different things. Some yeah. of the stuff, you know, think about it. You can put a lot of mailers. Mailers aren't dead, but let's face it. They're, they're expensive and, and their return is not huge. So you have to be really, really good at working what you get. Correct. And a lot of agents, that's hard. It's hard to get on that phone and, and, follow up on those over and over and over. You know, yeah. we teach like you teach six to 12 touches. And um, I would say probably even as much as you teach that only 50% of the agents or less do that. Yeah. Have you, um, have you seen, I'm sure you've seen other agents fail around you. Um, why does that normally happen? Why do they end up failing out of the industry? I think, um, I think people lose sight of why they're there, why they yep. came there in the beginning. Um, I think they come in with we we're a we're a quick fix society, and you know we're an instant mm -hmm. society. And I think they they think that it's going to be you know one year I'm going to come in. And I think that sometimes they get sold false promises. You get these people that are hired and saying, "Oh, well, you're going to make a hundred thousand dollars. I'm going to I'm going to make you a hundred thousand dollars. We're going to and." I always, I always say you can make a hundred thousand dollars, but you need to know how you're going to make a hundred thousand dollars because that's not going to be easy, is it, Cody? <laughs> that's it's a lot not. of hours. 
yes. you're absolutely correct. It's a lot. You got to really, really, really work hard. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I, most don't do it. I mean, I would say less than 1% of all insurance agents make a hundred grand their first year. Right. Exactly. It, so. I agree with you. And, and sometimes their second or their, or their second year either, because mm -hmm. it, you know, Medicare in particular, it's a slow build. You know, you, you get your clients and then it's the, then the residuals and some more clients and residuals. So um, that alone, it's a little harder to, yes. to get that. So but then three, three years later, you look back and you built something, you know? Right. Yeah, exactly. That's good. And what is, um, what does 8% mean to you when I say the words 8%, not the conference, just the, the movement in general, what do you think about? What, what, what does that mean to you? The people that have made it in the industry, but are also reaching their hand out and helping the, the, to bring up other people. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, if someone's out there and they're thinking about quitting, um, and they're not sure they're going to make it, they don't even, they don't even believe they're a rising star, right? They've lost confidence. They're thinking about throwing the towel. What would Becky Wilson say to them right now? Figure out what your why is and where it went to, what changed. Mm. Second of all, get with a mentor. Find somebody that is going to help you write your goals down every day. And go all in. For Don't stop right now. You've, you've got a year in. You've got six months in. Don't stop yet. You're, you're, you're just in the hard part. You know, yes. keep going. But you've, there's things you got to do. And you've got you've to connect with people that are successful. You gotta have those people around you all the time. You've got to be able to learn. And if you if you're with somebody that's not helping you, find somebody that will. Because there's people out here. We're willing to help. Yes. That's so so good. So true. If they want to look you up and learn more about you, um, how do they do that? Um, well, lots of ways. <laughs> I'm on Facebook. Um, they can hit me up. Um, you can you can call me. I don't care. Um, I I have time for anybody that needs help. And so I have a, I have a website out there. I have a Google My Business page. Um, on, and I can give my number if you want me to. <laughs> That's up to you whether you want them to have it or not. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, Becky at OneStopInsuranceSolutions.com. You can you can give, you know, you can email me there. My number is 330-289-1298. Give me a call if you're struggling. Let me help you out. I love it. I love it. Becky Wilson, thank you for being on the Rising Star Podcast today. You've been amazing. Thank you, Cody. It was great. Appreciate you. Okay. Thank you guys for listening. Rising Star Podcast every single Friday, 8 a.m. Central Center Time. Huge thanks to Becky, and we'll see you on the next one.